So today we're joined by two amazing members of the Youth Cabinet who are going to be debating the topic, should we continue to use the first past the post electoral system? So they're each going to do about a minute of opening statements each, and then we'll have around 10 minutes of open, open debate and discussion, followed by closing statements. So the person who is in favour of continuing to use first past the post, would you like to make your opening statement now, please? Thank you. Personally, I believe Britain should continue to use its first-past-the-post electoral system. This would be done to elect members to the House of Commons. I believe this because the first-past-the-post system perfectly balances the three key aspects of an electoral system. It allows local representation, efficiency and democracy. These three key aspects are balanced better than any other electoral system. And that is why I'm going to be defending the first past the post system being used in the United Kingdom. Thank you. And now the opposition to the statement, would you like to make your opening statement now? So democracy is a fundamental British value. And if we want to have a healthy, well-functioning democracy where people are empowered to participate, we should always be looking for ways to improve it, starting with the electoral system. So first past the post is ultimately designed for two party politics and it does not allow represent representation for many parties and views. In the 2015 election, the Tories got 37% of the vote, meaning the majority of the country didn't actually want them to be in power, yet they still ended up with having 51% of seats. While UKIP, for example, had 13% of votes, but had less than 1% of seats. And I think that anyone can agree that this is unfair. And not only is it unfair to smaller parties, but to the people who are voting. It takes 30,000 votes to elect a Tory MP, but 51,000 votes to elect a Labour MP. And with 1 million votes for the Green for the Green Party in the last general election, there was only one MP elected. In fact, in 2019, 70% of people's votes didn't make any impact on the outcome under first past post. Why do we settle for this? Let's push for a fairer electoral system whereby our parliament truly represents our Britain. Thank you both. We're now gonna have about 10 minutes of open debate. So feel free to start that. Thank you. Uh, I would like to start this debate by cutting straight to the chase and asking what is your proposed new system to replace our already existing functioning first past the post system well actually in terms of the new system there are lots of other proportional representation systems but actually that's not what we're debating today we're debating whether or not the first past the post system should continue in the uk fundamentally i think first past the post is inadequate and it has many flaws which we can clearly see many PR um, systems will help to solve. Um, well I, I think um, when discussing the first past the post system if there's no proposed alternative then there is no necessity to replace it. The first past the post system you may be able to point out flaws with it but if you can't create a better system then I then you should be on my side of the argument and be backing the first-past-the-post system. I think that you can create um, fairer and better systems. So obviously I've spoken about the proportional representation system, which I fundamentally believe is better. Um, many countries all around the world use proportional representation. And in fact, you know, we're 14th on the democracy index and all the countries higher than us, bar one, use proportional representation. So just because you know first past the post like you said you think it's more efficient it that doesn't mean that it's better and um i do think that you know 
so many, so many countries are taking the step to using the proportional representation system because it is better to have a more fair um, parliament and it means that the parliament that we have is proportional to the people who elect it. So why, why would we not want that? Okay, well, I'll start off this by talking about efficiency, saying that's something you brought up, um, saying that's not a, an advantage of an, elect, an electoral system. In fact, it is. The advantage of the first-past-the-post system, one of the many being, it has the ability to elect um, large enough legislative voting majorities who will be able to implement their manifesto. This could uh, be the Conservative Party, this could be the Labour Party, this could be the Liberal Party, whatever party it is, but it allows them to be elected in large enough numbers to implement their policies. Otherwise, you would end up with a hung parliament situation, which, although is possible in the first-past-the-post system, is far more likely under the proportional representation system. The problem with a hung parliament links back to the efficiency in the fact that it. Uh, forces parties to um, abandon the promises made in their manifestos before the election and it also reduces the ability of the governing body to pass laws. So I would actually I never said that efficiency wasn't an advantage but I think that it's I think that there's a massive kind of thing about coalitions. You know, why are coalitions and hung parliaments a bad thing in the first place? We aren't, we just aren't good at them yet. First past the post has promoted adversarial politics and it's negated the need for any cooperation between parties. So if you look at the European Parliament, for example, which is elected under proportional representation, people from differing views are encouraged to work together and come to a conclusion and a compromise which will suit the majority. And first past some post because it is all about competition it's all about finding majority it doesn't promote that um actually i know you said that um it it is more likely to produce um coalitions you, you know you look at the 2017 election and the scottish proportional representation um vote led to a majority while first past the post in the uk led to a hung parliament so i mean i think that coalitions will occur wherever you are and actually we need to get rid of this idea that they're a bad thing we're just bad at them at the moment because we've not got experience in our in our current system with being cooperative to other people who have different views i still think with the first past the post system there can be cooperation i don't think the electoral system which puts the members of parliament in the commons has any influence over what they can vote for once they're placed there. Um, I'll continue with some more advantages of the first past the post system, which leads on to local representation. As you can specifically name a new system to replace it, um, an advantage which you may include in your new system, but may be left out in a lot of proportional systems, is the local representation. This allows members of parliament to represent an individual area where they can vote not only for their party, but in fact for their constituency and for their constituents. This means that the members of parliament can pass laws to help the people that elected them, rather than be just be part of a party voting block, which is very common in some proportional representation systems. In terms of the whole um, local representation thing, I do think that's an important thing. But I mean, you look at um, PR systems and the single transferable vote and additional member system, 
all have an MP included. And also, in many cases of first past the post, many people don't actually feel represented by their MP. I mean, there have been there were five constituencies in the last election in which 90% of people didn't actually vote for their MP because first past the post is designed specifically to, to kind of, it's designed specifically for a two party system, which we just don't have. And it means that people don't feel connected to their MP, they don't feel represented by them. I mean, you've also got the whole safe seats issue where um, basically what can happen is a number of candidates are taken into safe seats to ensure that they can get the seat, meaning that that candidate may not even have a connection with the area they represent. And I would actually argue that local councils and councillors would be best to create the bridge between locals and politics. Um, yeah, that's what I would say to that. I think the problem with criticising the safe seats is, in fact, that typically a safe seat is designed uh, is described by a member of parliament having the majority of that constituency in their support. And in fact, if the majority of an area wants a certain viewpoint or a certain party in power, I believe it is the democratic decision to let that person be elected. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having a constituency which continues to vote in a similar way for a longer period of time. If this is what the people want and democracy is so important, I don't see any issue with the safe seats which you bring up. But what I'm saying is a lot of the time these, you know, this majority isn't in fact a majority because when you've got more than two parties, a lot of the time, you know, the vote is spread between a lot of people and no single party will get over 50%. Like I said, um, in five constituencies in, uh, in the 2019 election, there were 90% of people who didn't actually vote for their MP. And, you know, what message is that giving people? It's giving people the message that their voice doesn't matter because in the first past the post system, that's, that's the case. Their voice isn't counting for anything and their vote is actually stacking up to nothing because, because it's, not designed for that and it's actually leads on to another um another bad point about the whole first past the post system is that it encourages tactical voting um many 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 people vote tactically in fact i think it was 32 percent of people voted tactically in the 2019 election and that just shows that these people have got to the point where they've just given up with the system. They don't have faith in the system anymore. So they're having to vote tactically. They're having to vote for parties that they don't fundamentally believe in. Um, on the notion of tactical voting, many proportional systems still have an element of tactical voting because a larger party has to be promoted um, in order to seek agreement in opposition to the governing body or to form a governing body. So, and... You mentioned previously single transferable vote, um, and I believe it was the additional member system. Both of these have significant disadvantages, where in fact the coalitions can be made, which means promises can't be kept. They're often more complex systems, which still lead to a worse outcome for the people. They oversimplify the voting, assuming that the political spectrum is nothing but a list of opinions and you can rank each party in the sense that each party is unique and there are parallels which can be drawn between every party in the British electoral system but there are differences between every party and I think quite a lot of these systems oversimplify the way that people think and the way an electoral system is made.
I think that they would actually do the opposite to that, I would argue. I mean, with the first past the post system, it is all on the basis that the winner takes it all. Don't you think that that's a really, really simple way of voting? And, and also, I would say that you said coalitions um, made be, mean that promises can't be kept. Um, and actually, don't you think that if you've got a government which, you know, with the first past the post system that we've got, policies change dramatically every five or so years. So promises aren't really kept, are they? Because with the current system, because every every time a new government selected, there's a complete change of a complete change of plan. But I would argue that with governments that are elected without um, the first past the post system, they're probably better at working towards a longer term goal. I mean, you said that promises aren't being kept already, but I don't think because something isn't happening nowadays, at least in your opinion, we should not care about it. So if something's hard to fix, it doesn't mean we shouldn't try and fix it. If promises aren't being kept, that is a completely separate uh, issue to promoting an electoral system, which means promises won't be able to be kept. For example, when I talked about oversimplification, I was specifically referring to the single transferable vote system which assumes that parties can be listed and ordered. When talking about the um, additional member system, you can look, in fact, it varies on how proportional it is based on how the system is implemented. Meaning, if it is implemented similar to first past the post, you have the same issues of a lack of proportionality. However, implemented the other way, you will lose the um, local representation. So I think we shouldn't promote a system based on the fact that promises aren't being kept nowadays and these other systems which I've talked about they clearly have flaws so what is the deciding factor or the ideal electoral system that Britain should sw switch to? I'm not saying that there is one ideal system that Britain should switch to I'm just simply saying we should switch to a more proportional system like I've said like the question we're answering today is whether the UK should continue using first past the post. We're not discussing, you know, all the different ty types of of uh, voting systems we should be using because that's an entirely different debate. But it's all about how the first past the post system is not fair fundamentally, and this means the issues important in Westminster aren't the same as the issues that the country feels strongly about. That will completely disengage people in politics and I think that that is something that needs to be changed. The issue you talked about issues faced in um, Westminster well in actual fact if we were to use a proportional system which didn't include local representatives that would completely remove the local represent uh, the local representation in Westminster and in fact with parties being able to choose like I mentioned before this would create a single voting block of parties where people would just follow the party leader rather than work with their constituency. When a local MP is represented, they have a mandate to represent their constituency. And therefore, if anything, it is more applicable to represent the people from all around the country. Thank you both for your uh, contributions to this debate. has been really interesting. We're now going to do our closing statements. So the person in favour of retaining the first-past-the-post system, would you like to sum up your argument now? Thank you. I hope I've made clear that the first-past-the-post system is the best system to elect members of parliament to the House of Commons. It does balance local representation, efficiency and democracy. And in fact, the British public agree with me. 
in 2011 when they held a vote to see if our current system should be replaced with the alternative vote system, which is a form of proportional representation, the majority of voters agreed with me in actual fact saying, no, we like the system we have. It does not exclude parties. Parties can grow from anywhere. The Labour Party in 23 years went from being formed to being a governing party. It does not silence the voices of parties. Instead, it makes the most efficient, local and democratic government. Thank you very much. And now for the opposition closing statement. So ultimately, I believe it's about having a government that represents the people. And first past the post is failing to do that. What's the point in an election if so many opinions aren't being considered whatsoever? We know voter turnout is an issue in this country, but why are we surprised if election after election, people see their votes stacking up to nothing? Why are we surprised that 44% of people don't feel the UK Parliament are capable of effectively representing their concerns when we have a voting system whereby a party may not have the most amount of votes, yet will still really receive the most amount of seats? Times are changing and it's time for the UK to make the move to a fairer voting system that so many other countries have adopted and move away from a system that simply is there to serve a few big parties. By moving away from the current electoral system, we'll have a government that will deploy a diverse range of talents across the political spectrum, rather than from a single political party representing a narrow interest group, which is potentially only there through a coincidence of constituency boundary lines. It will lead the way to better decisions and a more cooperative government. Thank you both. This has been a really interesting debate and hopefully it's going to help people to think about their own views on this topic. So thank you both very much.